0: Hello, hello everybody. You're tuned into the Long Island Gaming League, uh, where we talk esports and a whole bunch of other cool stuff going on in the esports industry. Uh, my name is Dennis, and I am one of the co-hosts for the Long Island Gaming League, and it's just super exciting to be bringing you uh, another guest today. But I am joined by one of our uh, frequent visitors, one of our co-hosts who brings a lot, of, lot to the show. Uh, I want to introduce Mitch. Mitch, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Excited to be here. Excited to hear what's going on in the uh, Long Island Gaming League world. And excited to hear from Mr. Ivan and Rachel.
0: So so definitely, definitely. Uh, So everybody tuning in today, we're always trying to change up our guests to make sure you get a lot of value and understanding what goes on in the esports world. Uh, Whether it's talking about just the fun games, it's talking about the educational aspect or what we're super excited to talk to you today is about the professional aspect of uh, the whole gaming world. And we are super happy to have Ivan on the show. So, uh, Ivan, you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Uh, hey,
2: first of all, I want to thank you for uh, having me. My um, name's Ivan Curtis. Uh, known in the gaming community as OG King Kirk. Um, I'm currently the GM and coach for the next gaming crew of the NBA 2K League. Um, prior to that, Um, I served in the United States Navy uh, from 1992 to 2001. Uh, Upon getting out, um, I really got into NBA 2K when it first came out on Dreamcast and pretty much just um, became an instant gamer at that point. Um, Played video games when I was younger, but um, it really didn't ignite uh, back to it until NBA 2K came out.
0: No, I got you. I got you. So, so I guess when uh you know, just to kind of go into like your first experience with getting into the whole competitive gaming, wasn't just like you, you kind of picked up the controller and started playing. Like, when was that moment where you're like, "Oh man, this is this is it." Like, I'm really good at this versus uh, you know, just kind of playing with your friends or in your time free time. What was that experience? Uh,
2: um, well, let me you know just to backtrack a little bit. You know, I'm called OG because I'm one of the older guys in the, in the community. I'm forty be forty one this year. Um wow, okay. you know, I, yeah, my my aunt she bought me and my brother our first gaming console. I have a twin brother. He he played games when we were younger, but he no longer plays now. But wow. he bought us our first our our first gaming console was an Atari. And uh, you know, obviously uh most most of the, the gamers nowadays don't don't know what a Atari is, but we started out <laughs> playing <laughs> playing on an Atari. Uh, moved up to Atari 2600, Um, then, you know, moved on to Nintendo, Sega, Sega Genesis, uh, then Sega Sega Dreamcast, and uh, that's when um, I started playing uh, 2K. And, um, you know, pretty much that's all we did when I was in the military Uh, on our downtime. uh, We competed heavy. Like, I mean, it was at times where the whole boat uh, would would be watching, you know, two people go head-to-head with 1v1 and i pretty much was in the thick of it all the time and uh so it pretty much uh when i got out i just kept that same fire lit um and, and just you know still was competing and um you know it wasn't until two thousand fourteen when two k came out with the rec center and uh, me and a couple of friends of mine we we started an n b a two k league um called the m p b a and there was a competitive basically a competitive league for n b a two k league player two k players that
0: that played in my career more heavy. Mm. Okay, okay. So, yeah, man, you you bringing it back. But uh, listen, I, I'm not bad at that. I can remember my uh, first experience with just playing. Um, I have I was a Madden guy playing on the keyboard before all of that stuff. Me and my brother playing <laughs> <had a> keyboard, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the little, little keyboard, he gets the left side, I get the right side. Whoever had the mouse usually won. As you sitting there trying to push those numbers, it was a little harder. So, uh, you know, I definitely respect from, you know, you haven't been in the game of just playing games for you know for as long as you have, and still you know for what it what it seems like, have that love and the passion for for games, you know. And I think that's something that uh, for any gamer, it, it just transitions now. It's just brought to light a lot more.
2: No, no, no doubt, no doubt.
0: I I'm I'm happy to see you
2: know over my time of, of playing video games of, of where it was and where it is now. I mean. You know, back then when we were playing games, we never seen, uh, you know, could foresee the, the world of eSports and, and what it is today. Hmm.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So with, you know, with your experience in the gaming, how did you kind of get into the uh, coaching aspect of it? Like how did that – how was that transition for you? Um, I, I think what,
2: what really put me in the forefront was – you know, with operating leagues and tournaments and it involving the the best players um, who we know to date in, in the NBA 2K League, I think that it garnered a lot of attention and, and, and it gave me a chance to, you know, for exposure in, in the gaming world. And when the NBA 2K League was announced um, in its first inaugural season, mm-hmm. a lot of players who participated in our league, they went on to become professional NBA 2K League players. And a lot of it, you know, um, I had the opportunity to, uh, you know, help out in the first season with with a team. And then, you know, the players uh, constantly pay homage to our league for giving them a platform uh, to compete on prior to the league. So I think that, you know, it kind of, you know, gave us that exposure we needed for people to to know what we could potentially be capable of doing.
0: Wow. You know, I, I didn't know it was that deep. That's just like. That's, that's like that, that founder type stuff right there. Like you guys had to go, you know, he's just like, listen, you know, not for nothing, but uh, no, nah, I mean, that's, that's like, that's incredible to, to see what you developed um, and that foresight to have the organization. And then as it became bigger, a lot of the guys that you played with were able to kind of pursue, you know, just a professional thing like that's, that's cute. That's huge. Um, you know, Mitch, I believe I used to play a little uh, basketball, you know, on, on some of the gaming systems back in the day.
1: Yeah, I probably yeah. wouldn't be your biggest fan because I, I, I'm a – I was an NBA Live guy. I wasn't a 2Ker. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Hey, every,
2: all the OGs know that Live what was that game. Like, you know <laughs> That was that was the the the, the, the 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 grandfather, so to speak, of basketball games. I think you know I can date back a little to the double dribbles and the, the Lakers versus Celtics, Lakers versus Bulls, the Coach K's, right? And, right. But, but and, and, you know they all they all basically uh, live kind of elevated it, and I just think Two K took it and kind of ran with it. But live, yeah. live definitely was that game to play.
1: Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. It uh, that, that definitely makes sense. So I think I, I would ask, because, I mean, for for, for those that uh, know me, when I come on to this uh, platform, I'm I'm one of the, co- uh, the co-hosts also for our other uh, business podcasts underneath the One Recourse Agency. And I typically try to, I guess, bring my business spin to the conversation. So the two things I, I – because one of the things I appreciate from this conversation, number one, is it's, it's beautiful when you can find a person who's basically – built a career about something they love to do you know there's so many people that are playing in their home with the chair with the headsets on after work but this is what you do for work so I think that's a phenomenal in itself I think what i like you to tell the listeners because uh, it could be a listener that really just like what is gaming all about right so when you become a pro- what does it actually mean to become a professional gamer
2: okay um just to give you an idea we typically last season mm-hmm. uh before before this season during the off season uh each gamer that's interested in participating in the nba 2k league uh, first right. you have to be 18, 18 years of age and have graduated uh high school and you it's a qualifying phase that to go to go through and basically it's, the, it's like the the combine and you have to participate um they use a, a strenuous algorithm that kind of you know breaks down each player you know from each other and you, they use that the, the 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 compile uh draft pool now within that draft pool that like this year it was 250 players and they dwindled it down to 150 players using that that the algorithm that they use and it gives us gms and, and like myself an opportunity to, to scout and look over reports and you know basically figure out how we're gonna draft players and put our team together. Um once they're selected, um each player is twenty one teams out of the thirty NBA teams that have affiliate NBA two K league teams. And once wow. the once these players are drafted, they they literally move to their market uh their market team. So if you're wow. drafted by uh let's say Golden State, which is Warriors Gaming, uh, gaming squad. You literally move to, you know, the Bay Area, and wow. and you live with with your teammates, practice with your, your teammates. Um, so, you know, it, it becomes like a family uh, type atmosphere because you you spend the majority okay. of the days and nights together. Um, okay. So w- within that, um, once the teams are built, like I said, you move to the market areas. But you know, it's just like a basketball, a, a, a regular basketball team. We we watch film. Uh, we practice. Uh, we come up with we game plan. Um, just constantly looking at ways to get better um, that allows us to go out and compete and possibly win games. So it's it's that same type, um, you know, in in real life atmosphere. Um, the bonus to it is that you know, obviously these players are you know they're paid professionals. Um, okay. You know, so that's the okay. that's kind of the the icing on the cake.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's awesome absolutely man and,
0: and uh, now with that i mean you said there's like an algorithm and, and stuff that kind of gets the skill set you know of the players now being a a coach are there any other characteristics that you feel might be important for in order to be successful in you know in the game or playing
2: um you know it's i mean it, i think that all lies in the mind of a you know the GM. I mean, I, you know, so, you know. Of course, you want personality. Um, right. you, you you want players that can present themselves. You know, in a professional manner, uh, whether it's involving gaming or not. Um, uh-huh. You know, players that's gonna be responsible. Um, you know, just overall. I mean, it, the key thing is being able to market themselves well, because uh, once you become a professional, you're not just representing yourself; you represent the entire NBA organization. So I, right. I think that's something that. You know, really, uh, I think the gamers that are aspiring to make the league, um, they, they really have to take that into consideration.
0: So, so that's a gem right there, because you know, I wouldn't, I necessarily wouldn't have uh, thought about that type of brand recognition. You know, uh, because ideally, when when people think of gamers, they have a certain perception of what a gamer looks like, and what it represents. So somebody sitting in front of their couch, looking like, you know, not not appearing to be that gamer, but, you know, as you just mentioned, that it does transition as a certain representation of how they should carry themselves. Uh, very interesting.
1: Yes. Yeah. So here is my question because, you know, when Dennis brought this to my attention um, as far as I, – I wasn't aware that, number one, you know, you, you, I'm aware that there's professional gamers, but uh, where professional gaming has been synonymous with the NBA team. That's that's a new concept to me. So my question is, how long has this been around? And like, what what sparked the Like the NBA to want to have a pro team in the gaming community connected to well, a brand.
2: Yeah, this is the second season for uh, the NBA Two K League. Uh, obviously, last year was was his first. I, you know, in, in my in my opinion, NBA, you know, NBA Two K is one of the top five most-selling games uh, and, and probably arguably the number one sports game that, that pretty much people anticipate, you know, playing or, or purchasing. I mean, I, I think it's it's a game that's been around, you know, obviously going on 20 years now. So, and I think people play it at a, at a heavy rate. And I think it, it, to me, it seemed like a no-brainer that uh, the combination of the actual game itself uh, implemented with the NBA and, and becoming an esports, I, I think it was just a, a genius idea.
1: Right. Now, I'd have to, I'd have to agree as well. I think that's, uh, I would have never thought, you know, because you, you you realize with the NBA they're making pushes to, you know, expand in other countries and different things of nature, but to go ahead and do it from a digital standpoint and be connected to its actual team. I think mean, that's uh, that that is pretty ingenious as well. without a, without a doubt. And
0: I have a question. It's probably a little little, little silly of a question because, um, again, past my batter days, I never really got into the whole sports arena, so I'm not that familiar with it. But um, when I've watched some of the NBA 2K games, it seems as if they're not playing with, uh, let's just say, like a LeBron James or somebody like that, they're playing with their own developed player, with their own gamer tag, is that correct?
2: That That is correct, to an extent. They're, okay. they're playing with, with, with their own face scan players. Um, you have a chance to customize your player uh, as far as uh, different features, as far as the color of your hair, um, okay. whether you have facial hair or not, or different colors of facial hair. You have some players that's you know, charismatic, and they may have orange hair, green hair, you know, different things like that. Uh, kind of puts you in the frame of mind of Dennis Rodman uh, back in the day. But um, right. with that, with that concept, um, when you get into p- play, uh, positions and archetypes, and and what what the roles of, of each of those archetypes do, uh, we have five. Obviously, you have five positions with the point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. Within each of those positions, you have five different archetypes that you can use, uh, uh, you know, per game to, to basically formulate your game style and how you want to play.
0: Got it. Got it. Understood. And now do these players, um, the more they play, does the digital uh, character they're playing with enhance their ability? Or is it kind of like a a standard? And again, this is just a naive question because I'm not, I'm not sure how it works. Oh, no. That, that no that's that right. That's fine.
2: Yeah. Uh basically the difference between the league the league bills and the retail version is that it each in each player, each position is a no no more than a ninety overall. And they have preset badges already. Okay. So there's nothing you can do to enhance the the player. It's basically set that way for for the skill. Uh to I'm put see. everybody on a on a level playing field and, and see who does it the best. Understood
0: understood Well, wow, that's really cool and i, and I like that it, it's done that way because i was just like you know there's no necessarily like oh okay because he plays more and his player has you know abilities that he doesn't miss any shots because of, but everybody coming in at a at a level playing field um is really cool so um you touched on this before like you were saying it was it was like family orientated you guys kind of play and practice together um you know, can you describe like some of your like what you think is your practice methods to kind of improve your team?
2: Uh me, uh so, like like a few coaches in the league. Um yeah. I actually coach high school basketball, so you know, my in, in real life experience of coaching and and being able to manage players. I mean, I I've, I've done it on both sides. Um but, you know, particularly with 2K, it's it's more mental and I'm a players coach, so I value my players' opinions on within the game plan and, and even our practice schedules and and different things like that because the, you know each player that has been selected to play in the 2K league most of them have been playing 2K at a competitive level for years now so you know with that I, I, I of course I want them to treat it every day as, as their career but at the same time I want to give them a sense to be able to unwind and, and take a mental break when he so I don't, you know, I, I do enough for us to to get down what we need to get down, but I also give them enough time to, you know, explore, you know, New York City. Um, uh, uh, we, you know, my my roster is composed of, you know, two players from Milwaukee, two players from Florida, one from Jersey, and one from from the actual, you know, he's from the Bronx. So, you know, the players that's not from here, I still want them to be able to enjoy the experience of living in a, a different city and and learning different cultures and, and just being able to have a, an overall good experience.
1: Nah, that makes that makes a lot of sense And with and when you brought and when you brought it up to um when you bring it up to this particular point, you know, you got players from all different types of all different cities and things of that nature. Do y'all do like press conferences, and do players get traded? You know how does that process part of the process work?
2: Um, yes, yes, we actually. Um, it's, it's funny you asked that. Um, the trade, the last trade window for the season just closed uh, Sunday. Um, and basically, you you know, obviously our league has six man rosters. Um, so we primarily during the season in season trades is is one for one. Um. Just one, one player per player. Um, and it were, there were a few teams that went on. You know, I didn't trade any of my players or anything like that. But, yeah, you you know, that's a new element that they added this season. And I think it's it's worked out uh, for the most part. I mean, because sometimes you do get in um, – you get in – you know, you get selected to a team and sometimes things may not be working out for, you know, the, the team or, you know, and and – you know, you want to give yourself a chance to be able to make moves that can help your team improve and hopefully help that player out as well as they go to whatever team they go to. Uh,
0: understood, understood. Now, um, with the with the sports, have you noticed that there's been a shift where maybe you might have some, uh, or are there female players who play NBA 2K on a competitive or professional level?
2: Yeah, well, yes, this season... Um, we had Sh- uh, Shakita, who uh, was selected in uh, th- this year's draft, and she was the first female that was ever, you know, that ever selected to play in the NBA 2K league. And uh, she plays for the Warriors Gaming Squad. And um, she actually, you know, she's been playing, uh, you know, years before now. And um, you know, she's been she's pretty good, and uh, she's played this season, and, and uh, she she does what whatever her team needs her to do. Wow, that's, that's,
0: really, that's really great. I mean, um, because you know, with the Long Island Gaming League, we, we do generally primarily focus on uh, high school esports development and, you know, creating clubs within high schools. But also the fact that, you know, gaming itself can be all-inclusive. And, you know, there may be uh, girls or, you know, guys who are talented, and, you know, playing NBA 2K and then just to have the opportunity to compete or play together on the same playing field without, a, like, okay, this is the girl NBA, this is the guy NBA, this is just like, like, hey, we both love to play this game, and now we're playing and competing on the same level. I think that's amazing.
2: Oh yeah, I definitely agree, and I mean, I think, um, you know, through efforts, I think obviously she's a trailblazer for our league, but I, I hope it inspires more, more female gamers to, to want to be in this realm and, uh, and compete you know I, I think it's i think it's great for our league uh for that to happen i mean we you know in order to expand you, you know you, you need that and um i think arguably each player brings their own fan base to the league and the more that happens the 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 more the league can grow right right
0: right no i i definitely um you know i, I think it was they just opened up a new or they did some school, built a new auditorium for your competition recently. Was that something that was in the news? Uh, someone-
2: well, no, we 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 play um, each league game at Long Island City, uh, oh, Brooklyn exactly. Studios. And uh, this the second season. Now, what they did this year is they actually renovated it. And, uh, you know, the setup is amazing. Um, I, I, you know, really just shout out to the NBA 2K League because um, for me watching it from his first season and, and, and now not only me being involved in the second season, but I think everything has been been boosted a, a few notches i mean as far as the production um, right and, and just the setup of the studio, the fact that you know I, we we have an eighteen week regular season um, we have a, it, that entails uh it involves sixteen games and we also have bye weeks in between where basically it gives time for teams to shoot content, uh, do different things, it also gives players a chance to go home, and, you know, visit family and, and just relax and, and refresh. And then in between that, we have three, um, three, three mid-season tournaments. Uh, we have the tip-off, which is always how we begin the season. And then we have the turn in the in the middle, and then uh, we just finished up uh, last week in our in Orlando with the ticket, and um, you know it was um, you also, you know it's a lot of money on the line for those tournaments. It's always intense. Uh, this week, this past weekend, the ticket, um, it that tournament is special because whoever wins it gets an automatic bid for the playoffs. So, oh know, wow, so yeah, each tournament has its own, you know, special flavor to it. I mean, but the ticket is the is the most prized today.
1: Right. Nice, right. nice. That, that's uh, that, you know, that's 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 pretty tight. And then, so you you, you answered the question I was gonna ask. Basically, every you know, these tournaments are different in their own, I guess, personalities, but they do also impact the season. Right. Nice. That's that's cool. Um. So. I got really two more questions and I, you know, first I'm going to say thank you very much for breaking everything down the way you have, because this, I think this, you know, with the growth and development of the esports, uh, just industry as a whole to see that, you know, uh, major leagues that, you know, we watch on television are, you know, getting behind, you know, the industry, you know, in itself is, I think it's phenomenal. So the, the thing I would also ask is, um, you know for those you know, that are gonna be listening to this uh this episode on the podcast, what are some of the things that they can do to want to get behind your squad the league as a whole and just help with the i guess the visual uh the overseeing and the watching of this league as it grows
2: um you know obviously social media is a is a the you know it's the mainstay for a lot a lot of things today um mm-hmm. you know the you can follow next gaming crew on Instagram and Twitter um, at, at, you know, next gaming crew. And then also the same with the NBA 2k league at NBA 2k league on Twitter. Also on Instagram. Um, another, another, um, the NBA 2k league website is 2k Um And also from there, you can, you can click on our team's link as well, but um, that, the league website, you know, basically gives you everything that you need and want to know about NBA 2K League. I mean, it's a great source. Um, also on Twitch, um, you can you can now um, last season you could only watch the games on Twitch, but this year they added YouTube. Or basically, you know, you can take your pick of what you uh, you're on the most, and you can tune in and watch each and every game uh, um, from Wednesday to third Wednesday, Thursday, and Fridays are. Regular gaming schedule weeks, um, you know, starting from anywhere to six o'clock and ending anywhere. Uh, the last game is normally around ten o'clock, um, and that's Eastern time. But um, yeah, all those social media um, outlets and also the website, I think, basically find out anything you want to know about the NBA 2K
1: League. That's beautiful. And then, and then, my final question, because I. And I, I guess I, you could wrap this up for me here. I know if Dennis got anything to say, Dennis, feel free. But uh, I was having a conversation with, uh, with a friend of mine. You know, we were just talking about just the growth of the eSports League. And, the, and, and as a GM, as somebody who scouts talent, you can, I'm sure you can answer this professionally. So the, the thing that this person said to me is, are gamers considered athletes? Why don't you – can you answer that for those listeners out there?
2: I mean, I, you know, for me who physically played and coached physically, I I would have to say yes. I mean, the mentality has to be the same. I mean, you know, like I said, there's game planning involved, there's practicing involved, hand-eye coordination. That's, that's critical in every sport. I mean, you can't be good or you can't play a game without hand-eye coordination. So, I think – um you know, I I I would always say yes. I mean, because those, those that those key components are what makes players good uh, in real life, and, and and what make teams good in real life. So I think uh, you know, yeah, it's def- definitely definitely. <laughs>
1: okay, all right, there you, there you have it, a professional experience from a true professional. <laughs> Gamers are athletes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I nah, agree. Agreed. I mean, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, I don't really have anything to say. I think we covered so much. You know, I'm just uh, glad we have the opportunity to catch up with you, Ivan, and um, have you on the podcast and talk about the Nets gaming crew. Uh, and just, again, you know, as long as we can continue to help, you know, maximize the exposure for the uh, – the esports in general, you know, definitely. Now we want to, you know, get behind your crew and, and help promote you guys and, you know, to build up your league, your brand recognition and our followers and potentially, Hey, have you have some recruits who say, I remember when I heard you guys on the podcast and, uh, you know, they might be able to play for your team someday as the league continues to grow. So, you know, definitely appreciate coming on uh, before I go. I always like to leave the floor, floor uh, to our guests is there anything that you might want to say or speak about or promote uh, so our listeners can uh, hear
2: uh, first off I mean I, mean, I want to thank you guys for having me I mean I'm, I'm always uh, you know will, willing to, to meet new people in the gaming world and, uh, and, and do anything that it takes to promote the league and our, and our brand as well um, you know basically um, you know I want to keep this relationship going. Uh, you know, our our practice facility is uh, one of the most unique. It's at the Barclays Center. Uh, so anytime you guys get a chance to, you know, just get with me and come down here and meet the team and, you know, and see what we do uh, from a day-to-day physically. Um, you know, like I said, follow Nets Gaming Crew at, at Nets Gaming Crew on Twitter, Nets Gaming Crew on Instagram. Um, my my uh, personal Twitter is uh, at OGKingKurt. Um and you know, I, any any uh, thing that we can do to, you know, the collab and and get your fans behind us and get and get our fans
0: behind you guys, I
2: you know, so i appreciated. appreciate
0: it. All right, all right. Well, thank you, man. Listen, I think me and Mitch definitely have to take you up on that offer. Uh, come check out, <laughs> come check you guys out. You know, I'll, I'll I'll shoot my hand at playing against somebody. So if I get one shot, I don't know, we might have to figure something out. But uh, you know, <laughs> you know it, it'll be fun to uh, you know, just definitely come down there and check you guys out because you are uh, close enough to where we can say your local life family. So we're here on Long Island. You're not too far from us. Uh, and I really appreciate that. So uh, with that being said, I'm just going to close up the show. Uh, thank you, all of our listeners, uh, parents, students, uh, esports lovers. We really appreciate you guys for supporting the Long Island Gaming League show. Hopefully this was another show that you have enjoyed, you have learned, and you've been educated. Uh, This is Dennis, and I am the co-host of the Long Island Gaming League. And, uh, you know, we were grateful enough to have Mr. Mitchell Backus join us and uh, Mr. Ivan Curtis from the coach of the Nets Gaming Crew. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, connect with all of us, and we'll make sure in our show notes we have all the information, so you can definitely follow Nets Gaming Crew. And let's continue to build, everybody. Have a great one.